0: Welcome back to Juncture podcast. If this is your first time listening, Juncture represents the connection between films and dreams. I use my multidisciplinary background to examine the deeper meanings in our favorite films and our most bizarre dreams. This is the season two finale episode. Today I'll be discussing... The therapeutic effects of dream interpretation and um, where I'm at right now in my journey into dreams and my journey into um, doing this podcast. So, onward to the episode. Um, I'm going to start off uh, with explaining the benefits of dream and dream interpretation I think I talked about this briefly on an older episode I can't think of which one I was trying to find it in my um files but I couldn't but I feel like I've I've talked about it on something I just couldn't I couldn't find the podcast um but um, this is, it was something that I was recently thinking about uh, as I was struggling to come up with a topic for today's episode. But basically, I see dream interpretation as a way to look inward into yourself and figure out what's going on Um, when we dream we see ourselves in a way we don't normally see Um, it's a time when we are um, free from distractions our mind is just really focused on what it's focused on and not any type of um, Outward situations are anything that can distract us from um, looking inward and, and looking deeper into ourselves. It's a time when we rest and it's for me, it's almost as if um, I'm not just in this dream or in this place, but it's almost as if I am seeing myself from an outside perspective it's like for me it's like watching a movie and sort of seeing your myself from this a, a completely different length a completely different point of view um it's like getting a peek inside my head and Realizing that I am subconsciously focusing on things that I wasn't um, wasn't paying attention to in my waking life. And that's really important for me and my journey to really know what my subconscious is focusing on. And that way in my waking life, I know what I need to be paying attention to. I know what areas... Um, emotionally, that I need to be focusing on, and a lot of times I'm just not thinking about that in my working life. I'm not, um, there's you know, so many other things that are going on, and I'm not really paying attention to that, but I've noticed, um, the things that I am, um, one particular thing, and I'm—I'll talk about that later. But one particular thing that I've been focusing in a lot, um, I've noticed um, more and more common dream themes revolving around this subject, and I think it started like—I would say it started a while ago, but. Um, Just knowing in my waking life that this is something that I am concerned about, something that I really want to do, and just really seeing it um, pop up in my dreams recently, as recently as this morning, which is um, really weird, but um, I didn't write that down in my outline, but I'm going to try to remember to discuss that uh, later on in this episode. Um, Another thing... Um, this is more so related to progress and it's about seeing dreams as, um, creative inspiration, sort of a tool in the creative process, a stage in the creative, well, not a stage, but a, an important part for me in my creative process. And it's goes back to the. Historic, I guess, um, historic understanding of dreams from way back in the day. Um, Visits from the Muses. Um, Looked it up quickly on this site called GreekMythology.com and um, very quick and simple synopsis of what Muses are. The muses were the Greek goddesses of poetic inspiration, the adored deities of song, dance, and memory, on whose mercy the creativity, wisdom, and insight of all artists and thinkers depended. Um, I've talked about um, in my previous um, dream episodes about being a lucid dreamer and just being really um, aware of that, you know, that I'm dreaming and, um, I've always, um, kept some sort of dream journal, um, growing up all throughout my life, you know, even in childhood. And, um, as I got older, uh, and, and putting more emphasis in, uh, keeping track of my dreams and, um remembering my dreams especially the really interesting ones or the really crazy ones and um I guess this probably I don't know when this started but I would I mean I would assume it started around the time where um I started writing like creative writing I think I wrote my first story in fourth grade as part of like a writing assignment And then um, after that, I started writing um, poems and writing stories more like I really, um, I guess it was the first time I saw um, writing stories as a viable way of creative expression. Um, Before that, it was more so just like playing with my toys and stuff. And then realizing that I can Write down these stories and reread them, and then relive these stories in the same way that I would read other people's stories. And so I was like, okay, well I can do this, you know, on my own, and then merging that into um, creative writing in in forms of like poems and expressing myself that way in a shorter form, and. I guess the progression just moved toward seeing in my dreams how my dreams were really creating these interesting stories and memorizing them and then writing them down. And then not just remembering the sequence of events in the dreams, but really remembering things that were said, particularly things that I said in the dream And then that moves toward, hey, I can use what I'm saying in these dreams when I wake up as a part of the creative process, a part of getting inspiration and creating poems um, revolving around what I could remember saying in the dreams. Um, So I think it probably when it came to remembering what I'm saying in dreams, I think it started the first thing I can remember is singing in my dreams like I started to to like really wish that I could be able to like sing in my waking life. And so I would start to like dream and in my dreams I'd be like singing. I'd be at a concert singing or something or be at like a talent show or something or even like at a church, just at some place with an audience and I would be singing a song. And um, I would always sound good in these dreams. And a lot of the times, I mean, well, all the times, I don't think I was singing songs that I knew in real life. They were always things that I would make up. I guess my mind would make up in the dream. And I guess this is this is part of like my progression of my dream progression style to where in my waking life I'm being more creative and expressing myself um, through words and writing creativ- creatively. So it would make sense when I would dream that my mind is also being more creative then, you know, being more creative in my dreams as I'm progressing and being more creative in my waking life. So it's like, it's this connection um, of one thing. It's all connected. One thing being related to the other. So anyway... Um, and so I, in my dreams, being a lucid dreamer, um, I would start, as I was singing the songs, and then I would stop singing the song of my dream, I would, you know, I've, in my dreams, I'm lucid. Like, I'm, I feel consciously awake when I'm asleep in these dreams. So I would start to repeat as much of the song as I could while I was still in the dream. And then, you know, I would just try to repeat it over and over and over. And then sometimes the dream would drag on after that point of me finishing the song. And I would start to forget because I wouldn't wake up fast enough to where I'd wake up and then be able to write it down. So by the time I wake up, I usually wouldn't remember Exactly everything that was said but I remember enough of it to where I could you know I I could write things down and like I would have a basis to start from like sometimes it would be uh, maybe like one or two lines and then sometimes it'd be a little bit more like three or four lines and then I would also do a thing where um, I would wake up write down what I remember what I would I got tongue tied I would wake up and immediately write down what I would remember and then I would try to just really focus on those lines that I remembered and then I would kind of lay back down and try to drift back off into sleep and that would sort of spur my inspiration and it would kinda of get me in sort of like a I guess a meditative state and I would kinda of get more inspiration like I would let I would just kind of focus and sort of meditate and let my mind um sort of wander as it would and then I would kinda of, I don't know I would just get more lines I would get more words or more thoughts, and then um, I would sometimes drift into sleep a little bit, but eventually I would completely wake back up, and I would kind of have this—I don't—I don't know how to explain it, but I guess um, this sort of inspiration on where I could take that little bit of, you know, those several lines that I would initially got. To find inspiration, I could take it a little further to develop it into something else more substantial. So that for me, um, seeing where I started off decades ago in my youth um, to where I am now, um, I feel it's a great, a really big progress in my creative process um, to sort of using... Sleep and dreams and um letting my subconscious sort of um I don't know like think on its own like I feel like I don't that I, you know it's my subconscious so I don't actively have control over what I dream, I just kind of just it just happens just sort of let it happens, and I don't know i I kind of understand when people back in the day thought it was some sort of um. You know, intervention from you know the muses or um, divine intervention or um, some type of spiritual um, inspiration. Like I can kind of see where they got that from because it sort of feels like it's not me or it is me, but it's it's not like I'm an act like I'm actively trying to come up with stuff to write about, you know, it's just like, it just happens. And so it feels like it's something that you're getting from someone else, almost like it's another person, um, sending you messages kind of, um, and so I totally get it. I totally get how they could how they thought that, because that's how it feels like even now, knowing that that's not how it works It still feels like that. It feels like it's someone else or it's something else that's like coming up with these ideas. Because this is stuff that I wasn't, at least I wasn't aware of, you know, thinking of, you know, in my waking life. So it's completely weird to me. But I'm totally leaning into it and um, using it as inspiration. So um, I, like I said, I've been writing poetry for a long time. And I have officially compiled a book of uh, my poems. And this is the first um, first book, like the poems are compiled together. They are a lot of, not a lot of my early stuff, but uh, most of my early stuff um, from, I think there's some stuff from high school in there. There's some stuff from college. Some stuff from the early to mid-2000s. So some of my early stuff, a lot of it about self-discovery, um, love and family, um, faith. Um, and it's uh, it's kind of embarrassing because it's like early stuff, early in my writing. Um, my writing experience, my writing career, I guess you could say. But I'm I'm not gonna be overly critical of myself. It is what it is, and I feel like it needs to be sort of um, part of me compiling these early works. Are a way to see how far I've come emotionally and um, creative, create creatively, and so it's it's gonna be embarrassing. Um, and might be a little cringe, um, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm here for it. I'm just gonna. It is what it is. Um, so I've compiled it together, and I need to just really bunker down and do some editing. Um, also, kind of putting them in the order that I want them to flow. Right now, I have certain categories, like I mentioned. There's like love, family, religion. Um, I think there's one called Reflections, which is basically sort of inward reflections of myself and yeah, getting that within the categories themselves to be in the order that I want them to be in and then ordering the categories in a way that I want them to sort of unfold. And that's the the first book. I'm not going to say the title, but it does have a title. I have all the poems that I want in there. Um, Basically, I'm just at the editing stage. I guess, well, me personally editing stage. I don't have an editor. Um, It's just me editing. And um, the second book, I'm working on a second book. I'm compiling poems, getting them together. I'm still in the process of writing them. So I don't have like all of the selection that I want. Um, this This is an ongoing process. It's... In, in it's ongoing, it's happening right now, and um, I included this creativity, inspiration, progress section in this episode because the second book of poetry is going to be um, about um, lyrics and poems inspired or um directly from my dreams so it's centered around um, lyrics and writings um, from the dreamscape and other um, imaginary places ways of thinking or sort of uh, states of mind that I would be in if I was in um, certain made-up places. So that's what I mean when I said kind of, you know, imaginary places. Um, because uh, I would say that I'm a realist and I'm also a dreamer. Um, so when I write, I don't just write about how things are. I write about how I wish things could be. And so a lot of times, even in not just, you know, creative writing, writing stories, short stories... But you know, when I'm writing thoughts and feelings, I sort of sometimes try to write from a place or point of view um, as if I was in the the a world that I wish the world was right now, or you know, as you know, if I if I was in a world that was different from now, or in in a place where I, I don't, <laughs> this isn't coming out right. Um, writing from a place that i how writing from a place that doesn't exist yet but i wish things were that way and so writing from that place or that point of view or a person that lives in that time and how they would think and how the world would be or you know just how i wish the world was or writing from, you know, sort of characters or character sketches, all of that. So that's what the second book is about. Um, and so I've been keeping track of these dreams where I am saying lyrics or I am saying, I mean, really just poems because sometimes it doesn't really um, fit into a, a narrative, like the dreamscape. It's not, you know, it's it's not really part of the narrative. It's not like a dialogue I'm having with myself or someone in the dreamscape. Um, it's just like me saying these words. So yeah, it's, it's really, it's really weird. Um, but I'm here for it. And I'm using it for inspiration in short stories and for the second book of poetry that I'm working on. So I'm excited about that. Speaking of poetry and short stories and creative writing, I was thinking about adding, um, doing like, I guess a section or like a segment specific, you know, time in the week to do, uh, maybe do, I don't know, maybe do like a special, like a podcast special bonus episode where I do poetry readings and um, short story readings, um, maybe from the books that I'm working on, and um, yeah, definitely going to make sure that I copyright them, make sure there's some type of Um, legal protection or backing on that part so getting things in order on that end before I just kind of willy-nilly and just put these ideas out there and just sort of find ways to double protect myself um, when it comes to creative ideas because this is something that I consider a career path and that I would use as a um source of income. Um you know, part of my um how I would like to support myself or create sort of sort of income for myself. So this is definitely um these books that I'm working on it's definitely something that I want to sell and uh, promote. So yeah, I definitely want to protect myself on the, just like a double protection uh, myself on that front when um, putting those ideas and those things out there. That's also something for anyone listening that's, you know, wants to do creative writing and is sort of putting their ideas out there on the internet to um, double protect yourself. Um, file a copyright with the U.S. Um, copyright um, I don't know the official name but it's the U.S. Copyright Office you can file um, your completed works and um, it's pretty cheap I think it's under 35 it's like under $40 it's like $35 per work um, you know just to make sure you protect yourself there's um, also um some organizations that um, some national organizations statewide organizations there's also i know here in um, my area where i live in houston there are also some um, organizations that are uh, in the city county related that help um, creatives um, writers um, artists with legal representation when it comes to protecting their works, when it comes to um, representing their works when they've been stolen or infringed upon, um, so definitely look into that. There's lots of resources out there for people if you run into situations where um, you have someone that is um, prof- profiting off of your work or uh, anything like that. So. Um, There's information out there. Just Google it. Um, Yeah. So don't let that be a deterrent of you putting your work out there um, because there are ways that you can protect yourself and your ideas. Um, Before I close, um, I'm going to go over one last thing. Um, When it comes to... um, Under the umbrella of progress, which I have mentioned before earlier in this episode, uh, speaking on personal progress, self-improvement, personal goals, um, this goes back to when I was talking about in the beginning of the episode of the benefits of dream and dream interpretation. And sort of keeping track of your reflections and your dreams and what you're learning about yourself through your dreams and journaling keeping track of that. But that can also be used as a way to, you know, self-accountability, to look back and see how far you've come, what you've learned, um, if you're actually applying it to your waking life, the things that you learned about yourself. So that's this is something that I've struggled with, um I guess starting around like this summer of of holding myself accountable and and um sort of remembering where I was and where I'm going and or where I'm trying to go and continuously moving forward and continuously making progress, I have been struggling so much with this, podcast and I have been waiting and waiting for my uh, season finale to come up so I can take a break, recuperate, and um, sort of get myself together and work on new ideas and get organized and get these new episodes together and these new outlines together so I can do batch recordings So, I've been slacking on the progress. I've been kind of stagnant. Um, Just a little burned out, a little stressed out. But, um, just still trying to move onward and slowly making progress, but making progress. And reminding myself to not be so critical of myself. And... Slow I guess just slow and steady in that that there's no I guess I wanna make progress in a hurry. Like I just I wanna be where I need to be already. But um just remembering that slow and steady is still progress because it's still moving forward, it's still going towards some goals that I set for myself. And uh, I'm just feeling like I'm at the at the at this sort of um the clock is ticking you know it's it's all, we're almost in Thanksgiving we're almost at the end of November December's around the corner it's the end of 2021 2022 is in January it's not that far away and I'm like what have I done with my life um <laughs> so I'm just trying to get it together and I've been itching to travel and as this year is winding down, um, trying to get myself together and ready for this travel, and back to what I was talking about earlier, of how things in my waking life are are, are becoming a part of my subconscious, I have been so like thinking about traveling and travel goals so much that I've been having dreams about. Traveling and I have dreams about going places. I've had dreams of where I am singing songs about traveling, where the songs are about like they're like traveling songs. Um, there was like one song where uh, I was singing something about uh hitting on I 10 West, like hitting the road I 10 West and just going. And it's been like, like this has been a theme. I mean, I think it started about. I want to say like 2017 2018 uh, when like this ramp of travel dreams and like travel songs in the dreams and travel lyrics and travel verses started you know the earliest I can remember was around that time and it's just reoccurring happening so often Um, since it's about dreams I'm gonna kind of go into this dream but this morning I had a dream, and I've been, like, making plans. Uh, I've been trying to get my passport, and um, I realized, because I don't have a passport, y'all, I'm from a small town, never traveled out of the country, never had a passport. So I'm finally getting my passport at my big, ripe age. And when I called the office to make the appointment, and the person was going over the stuff that I would need, and I thought I had everything. Because I looked over the the you know the criteria and stuff online, I was like, I have all this stuff. I just gotta take a picture, make an appointment, and fill out the application, make the point, you know, and then I'm done. And but for some reason, because I'm in Texas, um, because I was born in Texas, I need a certain kind of birth certificate, like I need the full page, full length um, birth certificate. I didn't have that for whatever reason, so I was like. Oh, I can order this. I went online to order it and even expedited it. They were like 20 to 40 days. So, I mean, at the earliest, I won't be getting this back. You know, I won't be getting the, they won't be sending me my, my full length birth certificate until, you know, maybe December at the latest. It'll be sometime in 2022. I am trying to travel. I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to, you know, I want to be ready in 2022, 2023 to get out the country and see the world before I, I don't know, die of COVID or something. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to live my best life while I still have it. I feel like the, (laughs) the clock is ticking and my life is flashing before my eyes. And so there's like this anxiety and this rush to... Have experiences and and conquer my fears and live my best life because it feels like it's 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 the end you know i feel like like uh covid man it's just it's it's i'm i'm feeling um i'm realizing my own mortality that i am you know I guess is this my midlife crisis like am I verging on a midlife crisis right now Um, I don't know but I feel like I am Uh, but anyway this birth certificate debacle is happening Um, so I'm waiting for that to come back and um, I need to take a cute passport pic I want to take my own pic so it can be cute anyway I was supposed to tell you guys about tell y'all about this dream that i had this morning travel related dream anyway i had this dream that i was in paris paris wasn't even other places that i really wanted to go to but you know now that i think about it i was watching somebody's story on instagram and they were in paris before i went to sleep last night that's what it was and so that's why i dreamed about paris i just remembered that so i was dreaming i was in paris And uh, I was like living, I was living my best life in Paris. I was living in Paris. And I was working at a restaurant in Paris. And in the dream, I started off as like, I was like a waiter. And then I became the... Manager of this restaurant, it was really, really swanky, real nice restaurant inside this really nice hotel. So, I was like this manager of a restaurant in a hotel in Paris. And also, in the dream, I was in a relationship and I was like, Oh my god, this is like, this is me really trying to. (laughs) This is my subconscious, it's like, really, like, it's really. Um, being really positive and trying to um, psych me up. And this is what I hope for, you know, when I go abroad to, to just be, you know, positive things, to be doing something good there, um, being established and being successful and being happy. Um, because I've also entertained the idea of moving abroad permanently um, but right now I'm just trying to travel, I'm just trying to get out the country and to do some stuff. Um, uh, but I thought that was really cool and also funny. Um, that my mind is thinking about this. Um, so yeah, like that was really interesting. And I was like, oh my god, okay, this is like a sign, like, um. You know, of course, I'm thinking, you know, I'm not thinking scientifically or psychologically while this is happening, but sort of seeing this is a sign like, you know, okay, um, you're going to go abroad, you're going to travel and see the world, you're going to be okay, you can do it. Um, you know, you're going to go there, you're going to be successful, um, you're going to find love, you're going to find a um, successful career, you're going to be able to survive. Um, So that was just a really positive thing that happened this morning. I was really excited about it. And that's also a really positive note to end this podcast on. So here we are. At the end of this episode, um, don't forget to follow uh, Juncture Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Juncture Podcast and you'll see the logo you can also find me on Twitter at Juncture Podcast. Thanks for listening and I hope you all tune in next time.